and welcome to Geeks with Shields, your home for all things good and nerdy in this The Darkest Timeline. I'm Lord Commander Ulrich, and with me as always is... Sagathor! Sagathor, why are you here instead of Axel? Eh, you don't need to know. Fair enough. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to start today's buckler off like we do all our episodes, by thanking those people that make this whole endeavor possible, our patrons. As always, they are Pam Gelly, Marky, Orion McCann, and Chris Chipman. Remember, these are the people that make this possible. Now, if you'd like to join this illustrious list, just head on over to patreon.com forward slash geeks with shields and click that subscribe, donate. I'm not really sure what the button is. <laughs> Become a patron button. All it costs you is 25 cents an episode and come on. That's like a dollar a month, and you spend, I don't want to think of how many times that on coffee. So, we're here to talk about, I think it's horror movie genres is how we're going to classify this, that just feel done, tired, can be retired, aren't really working anymore. Yeah, because I wouldn't call them cliches. That's a whole separate list. These yeah. are more just genres. Yeah. Things that we see a lot in horror movies that we'd like to stray away from. So let's start with the uh, first one on the list, possession films. Yeah. I don't know about you, I got real tired of these real fast. Yeah, like, uh, it was interesting and spooky at first, like when they first started coming out. You know, out. The Exorcist. Well, yeah, and then, you know, like, um, Paranormal Activity. Oh, one. God, The no. first one, the first one and everything. And then, you know, when they very first started out, it was I good, I guess. But now it's like one of those things you're just beating a dead horse with. Well, it always follows the same, you know, so many beats. It's one of two options. Either A, person comes into contact with evil relic, becomes possessed, yeah. medical testing can't reveal it, something has to happen, or, you know, person is conceived mentally ill and then it's found out, no, it's the devil. It's just tired and cliche and overdone, and really, I don't think there's anything that can be done with it that's new or different. No, and to be honest, it's kind of, at least to me, I don't find them scary at all. Like, I find them so damn redundant that I don't even bother to watch trailers about them or anything because I know exactly what's going to happen. And they're always named the same thing, the possession of blank. Yeah. Oh, or exorcism. Or the exorcism of. It's just, yeah. uh. Let's talk about one that also typically operates in the same category, based on true events. Yeah. Nothing kills my interest in a movie faster than the based on true events. Or even when they say it's based... Inspired by yeah. true events. Sure it was, but all that tells me is you're taking what would be a good concept and shackling with, well, we have to stay within the confines of reality. I don't know. I really don't have much to say about this one other than I don't watch found footage, especially since they always try... Well, they're not always found footage. A lot of these ones are, you know, they're the haunting of blank, the terrorizing of... And so many often, the possession of blank. And then you look it up and, and it's it, like, oh, okay, there really wasn't a guy named Rick Stevenson in, you know, North Georgia. And that's where it ends. Yeah, but it kind of goes back to, you know, our first one. Like, it's just done over and over and over again. And... It's not it's not good anymore. And it's not scary and it never really was. Maybe when we were young we're like, Oh my god, this really is real Like I think when like I said for the first one, like when it very first came out, when it was a fresh idea, it was scary and people held a lot of interest in it. But I don't think nowadays with as much horror that's coming out, people find them good. No, I think a lot of people it's just a turning off. And interesting we can link that one into the what I consider the 
The genre that's dying but needs to die faster, found footage. Because let's talk about everyone's oh, yeah. favorite movie that marries based on true events and found footage, The Blair Witch Chronicles. Uh-huh. Um, for those of you that weren't old enough or weren't around when this came out, the marketing campaign for this was well, the first viral marketing campaign. And it was based off of, you know, this really happened. They really died out there in the woods. And it launched this whole genre of, you never see the monster, and it's shaky as hell, and isn't this scary? No, it's just nauseating. Yeah, I, I can never get past the shaky cam, and the fact that they always try and make it look like... As cheap as possible? Yeah, like it was all done on a $100 budget or something. It is often done on a $100 budget. I know, but and still, I feel like you could get a whole... A better story, and... Or at least anything better. How better? Yeah, Blumhouse has made their entire market of we can make a movie on the cheap that's not shit. Yes. And thankfully, this is a genre that's kind of dying out. We're seeing less and less of. Yeah. I mean, we still see was it the Friend Zone, the Dark Web, and those came out the last couple years. Yeah, but that they were different. It was still found footage. Yeah. And it's you're just going to watch through a video from you know a. Webcam. Webcam, Oh, isn't that entertaining? No. No, it's not. I've never liked these. I never liked the Blair Witch movie. I didn't like the sequel or the one after that. Even when I saw Blair Witch, I think I was like 10 when I saw it. And it it never scared me. Like, And I was just beginning to get into horror at that point in my life. And it never scared me. It never did anything for me. Like, I remember my stepmom being scared of the movie and stuff. And I was just kind of like... What? <laughs> it's largely predicated on it's scarier if you never see it. No, no, it's not. Eventually, you have to see it. And if I can't see it because you're shaking the camera... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Um... Let's let this genre go. Yes, please. All right, next up, the genre that, no pun intended, literally will not die, zombies. Oh, yeah. See, I don't know. See, I know you are just done with zombies. I have been for a while. I know, but still, for me, (sighs) like, I don't want to say I'm done with zombie films because I'm not done with them, but I'm not as interested in them as I once was. Like, I still enjoy a good zombie flick, but what I consider good, as everybody knows, I like terrible movies. But, so I can find enjoyment in some of this crap that other people like Ulrich can't, but I, I'm i not quite done with the zombie films. Like, I still like a good zombie flick. Like, I watched um, a couple Korean ones that were pretty good. I don't remember. Uh, Train like, to Busan. Train is the to one Busan. Everyone's I going loved, on and on and on and on about it. I've yet to see. So. I loved it. I watched it when it first came out on Netflix and stuff. I freaking love it. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. And if you have seen it and you think I should see it, let me know. Honestly... I think the zombie mine is so dry. Like, we have strip-mined it down to the bedrock and then some. I know, but when they can add a fresh something to it... But they can't. Sometimes they can, though. It's shambling dead people. I know. And they change... Well, what if the shambling dead people were fungus Or What if the shambling dead people are fast? Or what? No. Okay, we talked about this the other night. I said, you know what? Mutants. Because then you can give them all sorts of weird appendages, and the strength makes more sense, and it kind of falls in line with, you know, Resident Evil and their zombies, but, you know, that one is like 30 feet tall and wears a box on his head, and that Mm -hmm. makes no sense. No, and I mean, The Walking Dead is still going on, even though no one's watching it, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I, um... I I don't know what season you dropped out of. I dropped out season three. Uh, I think I stopped after 
somebody had their baby. Like that's a somebody <laughs> had their baby. That's a good. That's a good. <laughs> that's all I can remember. <laughs> but the ultimate one for me was World War Z. Because that was a fantastic book. You've heard me talk about it on this podcast before. And when they made that a generic zombie movie, and it's now getting a sequel and a video video game, game. it's just like, no. Any attempt at, oh, that's an interesting concept, is not going to exist in this burnt-out, dead genre. Yeah. So, last on our list of five horror movie genres that we think can just be retired was one we couldn't really agree on. Yeah, they're kind of tied, I would say, at least to me. And they are Killer Dolls and Home Invasion. So let's start with top one, Killer Dolls. See, I feel like this one is still kind of in the climax of its story. and it's But it's starting... 20 to, Chucky movies on. Shush, Chucky <laughs> will never die. It's in the climax yeah, the of its story. Shut up! It's in the climax of its story, but it's starting to come down to the resolution. So I feel like if there's some way we can make it it could still be okay like i feel like we still have maybe another year or two of some good killer dolls i don't know okay let me start have you read the description for the new chucky no he is no longer a possessed doll he's a robot doll that goes haywire so we're getting killer robots in the form of a small doll that is how mind dry this concept is uh-huh. And the original creator's not coming back. The original voice actor isn't coming back. They are not bringing anything back from Chucky, the most successful franchise of the Killer Doll franchise. I know Puppet Master has like 80-some sequels, but that <laughs> number does not make success, okay? Slagathor has sat me through the first 12, and oh, gods above they get weird. Yes, and? And that, to <laughs> me, goes, if Chucky is thrown in the white little white flag, what makes you think anyone else can? And... I think we've reached the point that we are cynical enough, and I mean, when I was little, killer dolls creeped me the hell out, because, you know, mm-hmm. oh, killer dolls, that's on the same level. But now I'm an adult going, it's a doll. How does that have the proportional strength of a man? I know, but you put too much logic into things, which is where it gets hard, because I he thinks too for, too much about it, and I don't think at all about it. I just sit there It's and called say, suspension of disbelief, <laughs> and if your movie is failing the base test of getting you to believe that, yeah, that little tiny four-foot doll, ginger doll, used doll twice, way to go, <laughs> is a threat to me, that means your movie has, you know, failed. And again, the original Child's Play movies got okay, and then bad, and then really, really good, and then bad, and then finished on kind of a high note. Cult of Chucky's a weird one, but... Mm. And that's it. Let it die. Let us move on from the whole Chucky franchise. And, of course, the other one that I am sick and tired of and have been sick and tired of since the very first Purge is the Home Invasion. Yeah, but Home Invasion was going on before Purge. And why oh, I, I... It's kind of about the doll thing again. But the Home Invasion thing taps into my fear I am terrified of my home being broken to while I'm home. or I, And, you know, something happening to me and my family and stuff. So those movies, no matter how bad they are, and I will recognize that the ones that I have watched are bad, but I have watched some good ones. And even though they are bad, they still get to me because it taps into that fear. And that's why I have a hard time with this because even though it scares me, like, it does. it's not like... Traditional scared, like, oh my god, boogeyman scared. It's like the the anxiety type of scared, you know what I mean? 
yeah. even though that, I still want to see more. No. I can't Because just because it. it scares you doesn't mean you should make a movie out of it. If people are afraid care. of 12-foot dildos with teeth, that doesn't mean we should make a movie about it. Yes, we should. Actually, you're right. That would be... <laughs> That would be a fresh take rug on the horror. Rug suckers from Mars. Oh, oversex rug suckers was yes. no. That was a terrible. It wasn't even no. You're getting off topic. No, <laughs> bad example. But no. <laughs> this is another genre that was you know dead in the water when the Purge franchise rolled around, and was like, hey, what if we did something interesting with Home Invasion? And they didn't. And then they quickly abandoned that premise. And then we had your next, which was again an interesting attempt at a home invasion, like. What if the person of the home they invaded was a prepper? And that went nowhere. And again, that could be what used if, as an argument. What was the one that um, that we watched that was kind of good? Was it Hush? or uh, Hush, yeah. yeah. And where, that one where she was deaf and he was stalking her. No, the one where they went into that one guy's house... Oh, don't breathe. Him. Yeah, don't to rob him. Was that a home invasion or a reversal of that? See... I kind of think it's a little bit of both because they go in there to rob him. But I wouldn't really call it a home invasion. Because the home invasion premise is built off of someone's in my house. So I guess with those two, there are there's still gasps of life. And that's kind of why we debate about putting this one on there is because you also have uh, Jordan Peele's new movie, Us. Which that looks really good. Oh boy, if I had any faith in the home invasion genre, it's going to be that movie. Yeah. But... All that said, I think that the concept of a stranger comes into my house is getting a bit tired. Even though, yes, I know I've listed some interesting ones, I still think we can retire it. I know, but at the same time, horror is kind of one of those things where it's kind of hard to come up with a new and original idea because there's been so much... Well, what would you say? Like, just I argue on. that horror is one of the most flexible and innovative genres we have because literally anything can happen. Because you run the spectrum from crazy guy with a knife from to crazy guy who has been resurrected by demon worms who hunts children in their nightmares because True, so what, what happens is is studios get lazy and they go oh well you know this zombie premise we like that let's crank out 30 some zombie movies and you don't get any innovation that's true because i guess that i don't know if i would call it a horror but kind of more a suspense movie that um the autopsy of jane doe oh that was god awful you didn't like that? See, I did not like that. I found I wouldn't say that I liked it, but I found certain parts of it interesting. And I and I see what you mean by you can be really innovative with it cuz that was that, it wasn't good. Uh, to me it wasn't bad, but it was It had an interesting concept yes. and delivery failed. Yeah. And that's why I like horror. That's why we both like horror. There's a lot of room to play around with concepts. Yeah. It's just you get into, as we've listed, these tropes or these genres that they play on repeat. And when you do that, you get the same recycled stuff. And I'm not saying that, you know, someday zombie movies can't make a comeback. Yeah. I'm saying zombie movies, as of right now, need to take a five-year hiatus and come back with ten fresh ideas. I know, but you can. But it's also, like, it would be kind of hard to, like, you know, like the Pumpkinhead <laughs> movies and stuff like that. Um, movies that come out intentionally trying to be horror but then eventually become you know so bad they just kind of fall into it and stuff like that like i feel like did pumpkinhead fall into it or did it just you know wake up in its grave (laughs) i mean come on the guy's named pumpkinhead i don't know okay but still like i feel like 
you at the same time while you can be innovative you kind of also have to walk a fine line especially oh, yeah. and i think that's kind of what to me i think would make it so hard um i don't know but i agree with these five slash six you know genres and stuff they could <clears throat> be put on the back burner and something yeah except found footage let that you know die and never return I think Until, there's... like, 20 years later, we make a found footage horror of us getting rid of found footage. Oh, God, know. no. <laughs> That's going to happen now. You know some studio execs and go, all right, what if we made a found footage movie about killing found footage? Like, the footage came alive and killed us, and it's a home invasion, but we're all zombies, and a killer doll has to save us from the possession, but the doll is possessed. <laughs> you know it's okay, going to happen. It wouldn't just be any killer doll. It'd be... Robo Chucky, okay. Or oh, you think they're gonna keep that original IP? They're just gonna go <laughs> digging through the nuggets that you know, probably go, haha, but Chucky. Because let, let, let's go back. <laughs> the only killer doll anyone knows for obvious reasons. He was a killer ginger, and I think that tapped into a lot of people's fear. Yeah, and there's a lot of like when you know Hastings was around and stuff. I did see some, you know, like Asian or overseas type horrors that did have oh. dolls and stuff in them, like. <sighs> When you think about it, you don't think of a lot, but when you go to places that have carried a whole bunch of movies like Hastings did, you actually come across it quite quite a bit. So, I don't know. I mean, we're doing a sequel to The Boy, which was not about a killer doll, but was pitched about a killer I doll. I know. That was a weird one. There's a Spoiler alert for The Boy. <laughs> a man lived inside the wall. <laughs> Second <Yeah>. one. <laughs> Two men live inside the wall, and they have to fight for who gets the upstairs bedroom. It's a comedy after all. <laughs> <laughs> like stepbrothers. Oh, God. Okay. So, this has gone on long enough for a buckler. Um, be sure to like, share, and subscribe because that's the only way anyone sees us. And even then, YouTube often decides, go, nah, I don't think so. Yeah. So, uh, if you really want to help us and be our friend, go over and follow us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud is a lot like, well, all the other podcasting sites, but their bar is a lot lower, so they let us in. Um, <laughs> no commercials, and you can download us and listen to us wherever, which I know a lot of people prefer because it doesn't show up your data like YouTube. So, as always, this has been Lord Commander Ulrich. And the ever-elusive Slagathor. Be sure to tune in next time, and as always, stay honorable.